Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored Podcast. We welcome all Chumbas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, what's up, everybody? We are officially live. Everyone can see us and hear us now. Let's check your mics. Everybody say hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. everyone. Hey, chat, let us know if anybody's muted or frozen or anything like that happens along the way. And uh, yeah, we'll get that fixed as soon as we can. This is our weekly Cyberpunk Red gameplay. We do every Saturday, same place, same time. Team, team Nevermore. Before I get into that, though, you know exactly what the team is, what's been going on, and what today's stream is about. Let's uh, first do like we always do. Let's go around the table. Everyone introduce yourself. Tell people where they can find you online and introduce your character as well. Uh, Will, oh, hey, look, we are Vampire Bites in chat already rocking a plus two. <laughs> nice. Damn. Thanks, Vampire. Thank you. That's awesome. All right. Hey, Will, start it off. Hi, I'm Will. Um, uh, you can also see me as Rook in the Cybernation Uncensored uh, Discord. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Billy Huddles. Um, or even just uh, catch me here every Saturday or um, the uh, second and last Wednesday of every month on Team Veritas. And today I'm playing uh, No Sticks the Netrunner. Yeah, and a shout out to Will, stepped up recently as a mod of the CyberNation Uncensored Discord community. I really appreciate the help. You've been a, a friend and a partner for a long time, and this was overdue, and I'm glad you stepped up to help. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Uh, Nick? there my name is nick king uh you can find me online uh at the king square twitter TikTok, a few other places on our discord channel i'm robgrad98 where i have my own little channel for uh, posting my writings and tonight i will be playing hank c the rocker boy oh yeah and raven hey everyone i'm raven um you can find me all over the internet at doña trece cuervo tonight i'll be playing belladonna jacks the Ripper. Yeah, I'm working on my um, High Riders campaign. Um, should be playtesting possibly next week. And nice. getting ready for um, getting ready to pick my players. 
So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so everyone look yeah. out yeah, for spots to potentially play on that High Riders campaign with uh, Raven as GM. And also, shout out to Raven for stepping up from mod uh, to admin in the Cybernation Uncensored Discord in preparation mm-hmm. of her GMing and her campaign upcoming. Really appreciate that. Uh, again, you know, you've been a friend and, and a partner and awesome support for a long time. And uh, I just appreciate you stepping up and helping out the community even more than you already have. So I really appreciate Happy it. Happy to help. Hell yeah. And Alex... Hey everyone, uh, Alex Maxwell here. You can find me in the Separation Uncensored Discord as Maxwell under the Creators tab. Where I haven't been pushing all that much because uh, the book I've been working on, it's a campaign setting for the 5e OGL, is going to print next Tuesday. Um, so it's been buckled down, getting all those things locked up tight, but now it's you know out of my hands on off to the races. Um, you can nice. find me wherever games are to be played. Uh, under the moniker Stormwolf92. Um, I'm not very good at them, so you can come over and bully me online if you want. <laughs> um, and and today, uh, I'm be, I'm going to be playing, or re- returning to the role of uh, Scarecrow, the group's solo. Oh, yeah, nice. And nobody, that was a joke, nobody go and bully him or you're, we're going to have problems. Fuck that. <laughs> gr- grief me, I'm terrible at playing games yeah. online. So. <laughs> Also, Aww. shout out to uh, Purple Fire Drake uh, in chat, rewarded uh, something random and pointless. We'll see how that plays into the cafe episode. Uh, Purple Fire Drake was uh, playing Kira in uh, our team Veritas and just recently departed as character, hopefully to be back very soon. Um, April. It could be the something random and pointless. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that was it. Rewarded. <laughs> I'm here all the time. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is April Hill. You can find me at Stiletto underscore Assassin on Instagram and Stiletto DM on Twitter. I am playing Kish Sticks, the very um, bubbly, um, uh, mysterious, I don't know a lot about me, uh, media uh, for this campaign. I am um, I am also uh, starting a new uh, Fallout miniseries, Fallout TTRPG miniseries. We are going to be doing the playthrough of Once Upon, in, Once Upon a Time in the Wasteland uh, over on the Initiative Order. That starts September 12th. So, yeah, fun stuff coming up. Nice. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, thanks uh, to April just on a personal level, uh, you know, hooking up uh, some contacts. Here. I know U- Udahime is coming on as a player starting next week. Uh, because of your temporary departure, and I appreciate you hooking her up, not just for the team as a player, uh, but m- many of you have seen in the community on Discord that uh, you know we've been talking, and she stepped up. Uh, she's going to help out Cybernation Uncensored as a, uh, a sort of community manager and helping with a few things. You'll see her in the Discord currently uh, just helping with some things there. And uh, yeah, shout out to Udahime for uh, joining Team Nevermore and uh, becoming part of the team here at Cybernation Uncensored. I really appreciate that. But um, but yeah, I am Rob Mulligan. I'm the Game Master here, but I'm also the founder of Cybernation Uncensored. If you check us out on Twitch, on YouTube, it's lots of live gameplay, VODs on YouTube, and then everything goes to the podcast. Um, if you're watching the live, we appreciate you here in chat being part of our story. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you give us a like, comment your favorite parts of the session, and uh, we'll be there to interact just as if we do here on live because I know some of you can't make it to the live. So uh, feel free to comment and like and uh, join us on the YouTube. And uh, also check out anywhere you see podcasts. We go out to like 30 plus sites where podcasts are. If you see us on like Apple or Google, any of those main ones, please leave us a five-star review. I'd really appreciate that. We just hit like 
330 something episodes on our podcast. Uh, just so much content. So, um, and it's not just me as Game Master. Like I said, Raven's uh, going to be starting her High Riders campaign very soon. We have GM Capricious Nature, who just ended his Nomads Cyberpunk Red campaign recently, and his uh, Friday Fallout just ended, but he's going to be starting up a Homeworld uh, campaign. Shout out to Modifius Entertainment. And, um, yeah, other than that, I've got plenty of Cyberpunk Red going on every Thursday at Sirenscape. I run that team. Every Saturday, here's Team Nevermore. The, fir- the second and last Wednesday of every month is Team Veritas. Uh, the last Sunday of the month is my teen, Team Dune, which is uh, an Albany Jesuit team. Really fun uh, stuff there. The last Monday of the month is my uh, Shadows of Estron stream. We'll have our session zero at the end of this month. Um, and yeah, Friday is coming back for me. My fallout Friday, I'm finally getting back to team wasteland after so many months off. Uh, the team's coming back to put a wrap on that epic campaign with mind controlled ghouls and Disney cult and just, it's set in Florida and it's just crazy. Uh, please tune in next Friday. We'll be back. So check that out. Um, yeah, hopefully I didn't miss anything. There's a lot to talk about. Main thing I wanted to do is just give a lot of thanks and shout outs, uh, to Will and Raven and Utahime for stepping up and April for the introductions and helping all of that happen. Also, uh, shout out to all the supporters on Patreon, Kevin Moreno, Joseph Holder, Naomi Madlass, William Huddleston, Jamie Minch, John Erfurt, Leaded Coffee, Michael Edmonds, a.k.a. Kira, Chris Anderson, Matt James, uh, GM Reservoir Panda, Rothen, a.k.a. Renegade 420, Revolver Gay, Samurai Mac, Steve Barr of Sirenscape, shout out to Sirenscape, an official sponsor of Cybernation Uncensored, uh, Zeno, Zach, Vicious Nature, Cyber Smiley Raven, Andy Stretton, Copious Salt, Derek Lawrence, Daniel Terry, Alex Maxwell, Nicholas King, Tracy Goodwin, a.k.a. Stink Palm, Igor, and Chris Callies. Ooh, that is a mouthful. Once I catch my breath, we'll get started here. All right, I think I'm ready. All right, this is our team, Nevermore. They're pretty much owned by Raven Micro Cybernetics. If you're familiar with Cyberpunk Red, during character creation, you can sell yourself to a corporation for some extra money. And that's what has happened here. So the team pretty much has to carry out missions for Raven Micro Cybe. They're always sketchy and pretty fucked up. You can always kind of count on that. Uh, this last one, they pretty much had to steal a perpetual energy biochip from the Rockland Augmentix uh, release party at Club Euphoria and make it look like Savage Docs did it. Uh, they successfully did it. They got passes, uh, costumes, lots of crazy shit happened. Way too much to do in a recap. Everyone, please check out the VODs on the Cybernation Uncensored YouTube uh, to see all the crazy plot twists and stuff that the team has been through. Uh, but they were successful. Kish put out the story. The public believed it. Other outlets have picked it up, spread it around. Cromwell was actually happy and even gave them a little bit of a bonus, uh, which is kind of unheard for. So they made more than just the 500 eddies each um, as he left the room. Um, but after that, the team went home. They got some rest. Um, and we're going to say the team spent about a week, right? About a week to recover any HP that they needed to recover and to do a side hustle. Then they're going to meet up at the 24-hour cafe to kind of recap, catch up with each other, and then have another week of side hustle before they meet up at the office because Mr. Cromwell said, hey, it looks like we might have uh, the next mission in about a week or two. I'll keep you posted. We're looking into something. And uh, they've, uh, after the first week, got the message to their agent to be there, which is uh, a week from now. So let's enter the 24-hour cafe. Let me bring up uh, some of the sirenscape sounds. A busy day here at the cafe. Let's see. So yeah, shout out to Sirenscape, official sponsor offering these badass sounds. 
And yeah, all of you uh, enter the upper marina in Night City, getting to the 24-hour cafe. And it's as it always is. It's always crowded and busy 24 hours a day. Uh, but as you enter, uh, the first thing you notice is down the main aisle is that server drone just kind of going down with mechanical arms, placing things on tables and cutting back towards the kitchen. On the left side is the sort of old school diner bar. On the right side, a bunch of booths. Um, and as you enter, you notice to the left side um, a waitress with kind of red straight hair, some purple streaks. She has a name badge that says Donna. And she just looks over to all of you and just says, right, we're super busy right now. Just have a seat. I'll, I'll be with you in a moment. She points at a booth um, that you see just a, a few seats back. I'll bring up the imagery here on the overlay. Some of you might be familiar with the 24-hour cafe. I've had teams kind of frequent in between campaigns for a full role play session to recap what just happened, do some side hustles, and maybe some other interesting encounters. I know we have something random and pointless that needs to happen, so we'll see how that plays out. But, uh, but yeah, the team enters, and all of you sit down at the booth. Hello. Hey. Uh, Scarecrow's just going to, like, wipe off the seat before he sits down. Um, like, been a, been a hot minute. No one looks worse for wear. Yeah, Hank, Hank doesn't even care about the condition of the seat. He's just like slides in and be like, "All right." <sighs> oh. So no, so none of you died. True. Although I did have the 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 gig. I you know the little hustle I did this week might have been a little more eventful than I was hoping. Kind of happens when you play a gig. Gnostics is just immediately like messing with like the coffee creamers on the table, like fidgeting with them. Nice. And what about Belladonna? Oh, I'm just perusing the menu. Nice. Yeah. Feeling a little, a little little bit peckish. Yeah. As all of you sit and just make that that slight, you know, welcoming table talk, even before you can get into full conversation. Um, it's almost like the sensors can tell that you've been there after just a few moments of hellos. And you see the sort of holographic menu drop down and circle above you with all these different sort of diner-esque items uh, that you can pretty much grab and drag down uh, in a form of ordering so uh, the cook and the, the kitchen can prepare it. But in the mix of that menu sort of hovering, um, you see the, the sort of AI uh, waiter drop down in the center of it and say, Hello, welcome to the 24-hour cafe. Would you like today's special? The Edge Runner omelet, powdered eggs, krill bacon, vat-grown veggies, synth cheese, served with a side of vat potatoes, and calf pods. Are they mentioned us in game? Sure. The bacon, please, and, and uh, coffee, lots of it. Like, bring a whole fucking pot. You got it. Um, yeah. I'll go with the special as well. What's the worst that could happen? Well, How many of us have seen space balls? A little dysentery. Sorry, that was just a joke. <laughs> I guess I'll have a special too. You got it. Be same. Same coffee. You got it. Please. And you? Anything to eat? Who's it, who it asking? I think Gnostics didn't get food at the beginning, did he? 
Oh, uh, some bacon and um, just and bacon. Actually, just bacon. Let, let me get, actually, let me get that special. But I, if we're all going to be suffering, we might as well all be in it. <laughs> you got it. All so. in it together, hey? So, yeah, solidarity through the schlitz. Yeah, the hologram uh, disappears, uh, scooping back up into the ceiling as the menu uh, wisps away with your orders kind of going into the system. Um, and you just hear the hustle and bustle of the kitchen going um, as, yeah, the, the diner is just going on and on. Um, so the rest of you, I'd love for you to... Uh, you know, discuss a little bit about the previous campaign and then we'll get into what you've been doing the past week. But this is kind of your first time to sit down and discuss, you know, the craziness that you went through and, and stealing that chip and making it look like Savage Docs did it. So no initiative here. I'll just let you all uh, chat with each other about it for a moment. Go for it. Is anybody uh, else surprised by the fact that we didn't get killed? Yes. Your confidence is underwhelming. As a shop owner, I'm kind of concerned that there may be a little bit of blowback. Yeah, I've been laying low because, I mean... Well, the footage was actually pretty well guarded. it. I mean, they'd be impressed to actually find that it was less and less. They have an inside man. Oh, jinx. I mean, oh, I'm I don't want to, like, report it on it. And like posted about it and told people about it. And I was kind of romantically, kind of almost a little bit um, involved with somebody that we implicated in it. You're, so you're, you're just a report in the news, love. I mean, like, I can't fault you for that. Speaking uh, of that, does, um, has your friend uh, called back on or called to check on you? Or no, Kish Toto? hasn't heard from Toto or any of her tiger yeah, claws. No, no, and that's what worries me because, I mean, you would think he would at least be mad or asking questions or something, but he hasn't, so I, I don't know. It kind of freaks me out. Maybe his number came up for the body lottery. <laughs> yeah, I actually almost won that the other day. I was two fucking bodies off from fucking Watson. God, that was that was probably our fault. Well, what, what, the Watson numbers always kind of get thrown through a loop. You know, I, I I grew up in Watson, so hard to really gauge. Sometimes they're really low. Sometimes they're really high. It's it's not really hard to gauge there. It depends on how many fights break out in one of the one of the mega buildings. True. Very, having, having, having grown up in one, yeah, it's hit or miss, man. You, some some weeks it's really quiet. Some weeks there's at least like fifteen, you know, fifteen twenty bodies on the floor. At least we were none of the bodies. Yeah, no, yeah. Though Toto didn't seem like the type to uh, to just you know, you know, thrust out his lower lip and a pout and just sulk. So. But we really put those other two guards on ice, didn't we? <laughs> we did. Although, wait a minute, hold on. So, I, I, I know I heard through the comms that, or at least as far as much as I could before I got away. Like, did you ice the two guards that were in the in the club? No. Oh, yeah, flatline, hundred percent. Not the door oh, guard, though. 
not the dark god. No, he was uh, at that at that point in time. He was too scatterbrained, and everyone was in a panic anyway. Or the uh, or the one that was messing with the drone that ran up after the fact. There was two. There was one you distracted with the drone that didn't get killed, and the door guy didn't get killed. All others, sorry, they did. I, I thought we I thought we took out the guy that went chasing after the yeah, drone. Oh, that's right in the there. stairwell. That's right in the stairwell. Right in front of me. That's like... right. So yeah, door guy and tech Abe, I think, were the sole survivors, other than the the entertainment that night. Yeah, I really should follow up with Abe and see if see if he's you know keeping his mouth shut. Yes, he really he really does need to zip it, otherwise he might um he might get a visit from Jax. So um, we should have invited Cromwell to come with us. <laughs> oh, um, next time. No, no. my nice. I prefer to not to shit where I eat. Unfortunate accidents happen. Sometimes. Speaking of, like, did you get, has anybody, like, had their thing removed? You know, the thing? No talks of that. I'm I'm researching that. Not quite there yet. I don't really know where it is inside me. (laughs) It's just kind of a, it doesn't show up on any scans that I got from any, anything like that. It's rather proprietary, so I, that's why I'm taking extra time to study exactly where have, and how. Do you suppose that's got? It, it, I mean, it would have tracking on it, right? Like Jax, you would know, or Bella, Donna, Bella. Um, oh. Yes, um, I'm. It's kind of tricky. Oh yeah, all of you. You're positive it has tracking. If you remember, uh, they found you all at. Belladonna's Ripper Dock, Jax's Ripper Dock spot at one point. They just kind of showed up after you were rendered unconscious, right? Yep. If it comes down to needing a guinea pig to to remove, I have a pretty solid guess where mine's installed. It's most likely piggybacking in my neuralware. Yes, too. If we could somehow get into their R&D section or whatever and securities, I'd probably be able to figure it out a little bit better. But we're not allowed access down there, I suppose. Yeah. I'd love to get into that floor, though. Yeah, so what is it, unless there's anything else you wanted to talk about recapping that mission, anything in particular um, about that? Looking Um, at, looking at um, Kish. Um, when I walked you home, yeah, um, uh, like, um, uh, after the mission, we had, uh, we had a little conversation. You want to spill to the boys? Yeah, I'd love to, uh, first have, uh, Gnostics, Hank, and Scarecrow all remove your headphones for a moment. Yeah, we definitely had, uh, uh, a moment at the end of last... Uh, campaign and session where everybody met up at the conference room and then when they were leaving uh, Belladonna or Jax, I don't remember which personality in particular mentioned to Kish, like, oh, I'll walk you home. I think they've had that moment where they both know that, uh, you know, she wasn't telling the truth or she knows that she might not know she was telling the truth, but they're not sure that they're both thinking of the same thing, if I'm correct. So um, this could be a moment where 
Let's just, uh, uh, I don't want to take too long because I don't want the other three to, right. not, to be out of the game. But let's just kind of break that down, that conversation on the walk home. Let's uh, role play that out for at least a moment. So just strolling, um, strolling back to her place. Um, so, something's amiss with you. And I can't quite pay, um, I put my finger on it, but you're holding something back. And I'd rather, um, I'd like to, um, I'm the type of person that likes to know what's going on. You know, same. Um, but you know, I I just didn't want to press you too much about like, you know, because. So, do you have like something like in you, or is it like psychological? So, I noticed that you're you sometimes, and not you other times. But I didn't want to like say this in front of anybody else because, like, I know that that can be, like, maybe you know, embarrassing or something, but you, you are very clearly two different people, right? But you're Childhood. like the same one person, but two different people. Childhood trauma. I had to develop a, a stronger personality for the weaker one. That's not the, I'm a, that's not what I was picking up on. There was something, there was something else. I'm, I'm fairly sure. You're holding. You're keeping from something from the re from the rest of us. Keeping something that that's a that's a, that would be a strong way of putting it. I just come now, dear. Um, if it if it um, it it um, affects the the team as a whole, and um, out and it, it definitely affects me. I would I would definitely um, like to know what's going on. All right, so, so obviously I don't belong here, right? Like, I think it's pretty obvious. Like, I didn't grow up in the same kind of circles or, or um, upbringing or, or, or air, like, that, that you lot did, right? Like, I mean, I think it's pretty, I mean, it's obvious, pretty obvious. I mean, but, well, so... Huh. Um, my family, funny thing, um, they're like higher ups at Ravencore and, um, yeah, so like I'm in the family business and my dad thought it'd be a good idea. Well, my mom and my dad both, cause you know, they're both in the, they thought it'd be a good idea if I, um, you know, get in at the ground level, like my brother did. Well, turns out my brother, <laughs> he, uh, my brother's a little bit wilder than me. So he, he got in on it and well, some things happened and he was trying to investigate into and look into Raven Corps and other things because of the some shady stuff that they were doing. And well, no, he disappeared. So I'm just trying to, the only reason why I am here was I've been looking for my brother. Cause this isn't really my scene. Like, obviously I don't want to like, kill anybody, but we're getting so, so you're actually a spoiled rich kid slumming it with a, um, a... I mean, I mean, you, you could see it that way. That's fine. Um, I've really enjoyed y'all's company. I know I don't like fit in. I've never fit in, but. You're a misfit like the rest of us, but you're still a spoiled rich kid. Yeah. Like I, like when we were eating, like they were talking about kibble and stuff and I had to eat that beef stick or whatever. Like I, that's not something that I normally have to consume. Like we consume a little bit better like than that. It just, 
yeah and then you know like when we've had to pay for stuff and then like prices and stuff when you're like oh this when people have said like oh that's really expensive or i can't afford that like i've never had that problem and you've definitely noticed how kish is when she has covered things how mm-hmm. it's, it never seems to be an issue to her like i would say definitely it's, it's at this moment jack's belladonna like it just clicks now like you realize shit kish is rich she has corp family background that actually works for raven microsive she's part of this corporation but she does say like she joined just to kind of see maybe what happened to her brother and she's not fitting in so she is kind of a misfit in the situation and you know kind of going into a fucked up situation just to try to figure out her brother and, and deal with it but let's get the others back on the headphones because i think uh you know you would understand that you would get that right. info and now you're calling her out in front of everyone to say hey why don't you spill the beans with the rest and let's see how that's handled but yeah Get everyone else back. Gnostics, we're missing you. <laughs> we're playing charades. So yeah, just uh, uh, you know, Belladonna just kind of called out Kish. Like, you want to tell the rest of the boys what we talked about, and I'll let Kish take it from there. Well. I mean, I haven't lied to you. I just want to put that out straight away. When I said I've been laying low, um, <laughs> I've actually been hanging around Raven Core because that's, that's where I grew up. Um, both my parents work for them and like higher up execs there. And they just wanted me to get in on the family business. And um, so, yeah, like obviously, I don't fit in with you guys. I I grew up, you know, a little bit higher income pay grade, you know. Uh, I, I mean, I'm still the same person, you know. I just, I came, just because I came from money and I, I know it's corrupt money. And I think that's why my brother disappeared because he was looking into him and like found out some stuff. And then I heard my parents like discussing it, that they know that he disappeared and they don't care that they thought they, they think that he was sticking his nose in where he, it doesn't belong. And so I'm just, I'm trying to find my brother because he's the only person, only real family I've ever had because like, yeah, you know, I, I grew up with money, but I didn't have parents. They just shoved money like Eddie's in our face and then made sure that we were well taken care of financially and that, that was it, so. Kish, I can understand that. I mean, parents can be very cruel sometimes. Uh, mine, um, uh, uh, mine shoved a neural link in my head when I was 13, wanting me to work for their um, nefarious deeds, be a little child soldier. So I, I can get that. Parents can be kind of cruel sometimes. Mine, mine pretty much abandoned me. Um, both of them worked for Militech. And after the NC Holocaust, they just kind of threw themselves into working with Militech and kind of left me to my own devices. Numbers mom was pretty much the one who raised me. So, yeah, I get it. So what? You came from money. You were in the thick of it with us every step of the way. That's Corporate right. money and gang money. It's all fucking corrupt shit anyway. It all spins the same. 
Money is just a tool, though. Money is not exactly evil or good or evil. It's what you do with it. We just got paid for pulling off a heist. We're not exactly clean. As far as that's that's cleaner than most jobs I've done. So. There is no such thing as clean in the city. <laughs> Step outside your door and you're dirty. Especially Gnostics. <laughs> G nasty over here. That's he started dirty. Yeah. <laughs> you can afford a shower now. But if you if you if you want some help looking for your brother, you don't even have to ask. I can scour a few places. Well, the thing is, he's been missing for several weeks now, and like I know it has to deal with the business or, or something. It has to because that's what he was looking into, and I just can't believe I was oblivious. I mean, I. I was oblivious to everything this whole time about how everything works and I mean he was always the rebellious one and the one looking into things and the one wanting to change you know things for the better and I just I was okay with like what you said Jax with just being the rich party girl with the pretty garden page so you don't have you never had to hide that from from the rest of us you um, that doesn't make you any different you're, um, you're, a mi- you're a misfit just like the rest of us. Granted, you're nicer than the rest of us. <laughs> you smell better, too. I mean, you've never taken That's a baby than you. in somebody's face. You know. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... I think, uh, you know, we've at least been able to all connect on that that side of Kish's background and I think it's 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 nice at least the team recognizes that yeah maybe her intentions for selling herself weren't necessarily just that it was more like being forced by the family but uh, her intentions were to uh, hey Henny in the system thanks for uh, following um, but her intentions to try to find out more information on her brother because she knows he was against the company and the company's just brushing it off even her own family so um, you know, there's a lot, lot going on there with Kish and, and his whole relationship, but I like the fact that the team, you know, kind of spoke about their family background and made her feel better about it. And, you know, everyone's a misfit. And then, you know, Jack's reminding that it's, it, it, you know, the money means nothing of her background. It's what you use it for and that she's a good person. She's part of the team. So that was great. Um, I think maybe after that emotional moment, um, you notice the, uh, the uh, server drone come down and start placing some of the food on the table as it's placing the diner specials and then you see donna walk up and hey guys i'm donna i'm your waitress sorry we're super slammed um the drones got you here's all your meals if you got anything just call out um is everything okay you all okay got something spicy to put on the outline oh of course yeah she starts messing with the drone pressing some buttons one of the compartments open she's got here's a couple season packs just feel free use what you want i've got to ask may i have some tea sure okay right right coming up right right away do you have any scent sugar for the coffee there? We seem to be out in the table. Yep, you got it. She starts plugging it. You just see all the supplies coming out of the, the drone, the server drone. Um, Is there a sugar packet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it kicks uh, out a I'll bunch take, of little I'll, packets. I'll take a coffee. I'll, I'll take a coffee, Donna. Thank you so much. Sure, you got it. Here. I'm going to take one of the sugar packets and drop it on the floor. And I'm going to look over at Scary. You dropped your name tag. Oh. But, um, oh, that's kind of that's kind of sweet right there. 
I kind of like that. That's sweet. Oh, do we miss out an opportunity for... There it is. It went wow. right over his head. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing would go over his head. He'd catch it. <laughs> That's true. Grabs the trigger before he hits the, the ground. He is the solo. Um, but yeah, just uh, holler if you need anything. I'll be around. We're just so slammed. If you need anything, we're here. She kind of like... Much appreciated, love. Cheers. Thank you, Donna. Scurries off taking care of other tables as the... Uh, the server drone finishes putting the specials out, kind of topping off coffee, putting out condiments, and then w makes its way back to the kitchen. Um, and you're all sitting there now, and after kind of reconnecting from the past gig, uh, you know, Belladonna kind of pushing Kish into that, that uh, connection that they had privately to share with the team. Um, now I think it'd be a great time for the team to discuss what they did in the, in the past week. Um, all of you know that... Uh, you know, you're going to be going back to Raven Microsive in about another week, and we'll do that hustle. But let's do what you guys did in the past week so far. Uh, let's roll on that hustle table. Um, if anyone is, is uh, familiar or not, in the Cyberpunk Red Rulebook, you've got that uh, in New Street Economy. You've got your side hustle if you have any downtime for at least a week. Uh, so this first week, uh, depending on your rollability rank, you got to roll a 1d6 and figure out what it is. So let's go around the table. And we'll have each of you do this one at a time, and then uh, I'll let you know what it is uh, that you rolled. Let me bring up the dice there from Fantasy Grounds. Shout out to Fantasy Grounds, official sponsor of Cybernation Uncensored. Um, and, uh, and after we go around the whole table and I let everybody know what they rolled on and what the result was, we'll go back around the table, and that first person will kind of give some details about it. Just have fun with it. Uh, you can elaborate on it, or you can keep it short and sweet, whatever you want to do. But as we go around the table, just start thinking about yours. So when we get back around, you can just explain it a little bit. Um, let's start off with uh, Gnostics. Give me that 1d6. Let's see what's up. Okay, what's your current rank now? Uh, five. Five, all right. Here we are. Okay, rank five, number two. It's cracked a major corporate system and sold the data. And you made an extra 380s last week. So you cracked a major corporate system and sold the data. So just anything you want to think of that or add to or be creative with or have fun with, feel free. We'll get back to you. All right, Hank C., let's get that rocker boy side hustle for the past week. What's your, uh, yeah, do the roll three. And what's your rank, your current rank? Rank five. Rank five. All right, you got uh, played a big gig for a rich corporate or local personality. Made 500 eddies. So you played a big gig for a rich corporate or a local personality, and you made 500. So we'll get back to you. Um, Belladonna, let's get that med tech side hustle. A one. What's your uh, current rank? Rank five. Rank five. Uh, okay. Patched up someone after a firefight, and you made 200 eddies off of it. So patched up someone after a firefight, whatever you want to create from that <laughs> let's get a uh, scarecrow going let's get that solo side hustle uh d6 you said yep yep d one d6 six six uh, rank five rank five okay basic enforcer or hitman work for a local corp so just uh enforcer work or hitman work uh for a local corporation and you made 200 eddies doing it and kish uh, roll your media get roll a one d6 four what current rank is kish uh, five. Five? Okay. 
four. Okay, exposed a big story that got you a few enemies and some cash. You made 300 eddies. So in yep. the past week, maybe some other story that gained you some en enemies other than the one that you just broke that kind of got you fucked up with the tiger claws, possibly. We'll see. But, uh, but yeah, so that's yours. So think of that. Let's go back around. Uh, so Gnostics, uh, in character, why don't you explain to the team what, what, you, what you did for the past week to make a little side money. So actually, I uh, cracked. Uh, apparently, Biotechnica has been hiring some people to do some espionage work. Actually, <laughs> maybe funny, through, actually, maybe through Chris Kish's friend Bianca. That would be a nice little tie-in. Maybe she, uh, after meeting you at the club or something, possibly. I don't know. Came into a couple of the names. Um, actually, had to oh. black out. Actually, had to black out one of the names. This uh, sweetheart corpo uh, named Zini that like. She's actually a very sweet gal if you if you ever meet her. Um, but um, yeah, they're hiring people for espionage work. Apparently, like this one. I mean, mum's the word. But like, she had actually helped down take down the, this pharmaceutical court. This little minor, but that's why they hired her. But um, actually, hiring people to like as edge runners and get little intel. Um, so I was able to. Slide that information minus her name uh, over to a client. It's pretty, uh, pretty simple work, you know. Cash grab, slip in, grab the shit, fuck out. Nice. What about Hank C? So, you know, I generally don't like doing corpo gigs. Because it's usually pretty straight-laced, and they're usually not looking for a punker. But this one, I have to say, apparently... Who do you think would be a good local corp that would want to hire a punk rocker, Rob? Oh, um, any of them. It's, it's, you know, a dark dystopian future. I could picture any corp, uh, you know taking off his suit revealing he's like got full sleeve tats and he's into some seedier stuff from when he was younger like absolutely but um but off the bat yeah maybe maybe pick like some militech event or like uh you know like uh, yeah that'd be kind of fun you know yeah so apparently there you know apparently somebody got word to me that um, militech was looking for a, a a rocker for an event and I got the, the tap on the shoulder. It was a, I mean, it paid good. Gig paid actually pretty damn good. But yeah. at, at the end of the day, I just needed the extra money because all with what Cromwell paid us, man, all all that did was cover my rent. Now I got to you know now I got to worry about food. So it definitely covered that and then some. Nice. What about uh, Belladonna or Jax? I don't know which one got the side gig, but. Go for it. Um, it was Belladonna. Um, so I got a late night call uh, to patch someone up, um, some op uh, operative from Militech, uh, from my Militech contact. Um, apparently, uh, one of the one of the security guys got roughed up um, at a con uh, at some freaking punk rock concert, and. Um, yeah, and he needed uh, he needed some uh, some medical um, uh, services. 
Uh, Hank, do you remember something like that maybe going down at your show? Someone getting rowdy. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, I've done more than my fair share of gigs where if I didn't walk on stage with my iron in my back pocket, I wasn't leaving that stage intact. And Corpos drink way too much. Just way too much. So that kind of sounds like I, it wasn't. I, one, it, it wasn't a corpo. It was um. It was one of the security guys. It 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 sounds familiar. Like I can remember some shots firing at the gig at the gig. But I don't. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention to who got shot. As long as they weren't shooting at me, that's all I cared about. Nice. What about Scarecrow? It was tying up some loose ends for Raven, for the most part. Um, it was something to going with the the stellar story in the news. Uh, you know, eggs on their face. Um, some, but there was someone making waves, trying to weave a counter story. One of their medias that was trying to collect counter evidence, and the pressure of the job became too intense, and they unfortunately without any view of any cameras in their apartment, ended up eating their own gun in despair. Yeah. It's a hard job. The easy way out. Really? Uh, hmm? Scarecrow? I, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to call you scary anymore, because that's terrifying. Um, damn. <laughs> oh, more like scare all of us. <laughs> As, yeah, as some some of us have more glamorous jobs. I'm just I'm sad that I missed the show. <laughs> what about Kish? Yeah, so um, I was watching, obviously watching the news and everything coverage just to make sure that nobody was picking up on anything that we were doing, you know. Um, and uh, then I saw, you know, so the ones that y'all. Um, well, I saw REO meat wagon going in and it got me to thinking, like, I remembered that my brother was talking about that he was looking into them for some stuff that he thought was cross, like going on. And so I started looking into them. Um, and then like, it turns out like some of the bodies that they were taking out that y'all, um, again, and I'm like looking around trying to be very quiet about it. Well, turns out that they're like stealing, um, like some of the cybernetics and stuff like they're doing some really shady stuff anyway long story short um from just the research i found i didn't find out really anything about my brother but i did find out that they're doing some really shady shit and um i posted it anonymously but i still made some money off of it um about like what they're they've been up to so and scabs man fucking someone's scabs. cutting into my business <laughs> sorry what oh, dude I know, because they're like not supposed to be doing that, and then but apparently there are a few of them that were. So I don't know. Anyway, I think they probably got fired, but who knows? Like how many people in their organization are doing that? I, uh, I mean, if if they're collect if they're collecting bodies and doing a scop chop treatment, is the, they probably weren't fired and actually just let go? Like, no, I'm like let go. That is what the air quotes is for. Um, <laughs> or somebody let a bullet go into their skull. That, you know. Oh my god, I Ooh. got people killed again? What the fuck? 
It happens, love. You know you live. You know you know you live, right? Kish, I, I appreciate that you really didn't grow up in in this kind of environment, but do you honestly think? Well, she did grow up in this environment, just a bit, little bit above it. You know, sometimes you know, it's hard way to see. fucking above it, apparently. Like, do you, do you do you realize people have to prison people have to die? Okay, like, we didn't learn any of this in my school. Like, well, the schooling that I was. It gets to live with her head in the clouds. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, we did. We left, we lived, like, on the high rises, so. Literally yeah. in that with her head <laughs> in the cloud. I'm going to go to school. Yeah, I think I do, like, all of the garden page stuff and, like, all the media stuff that I do. Yeah, you know, I got some schooling, but it was slapdash as hell. Like, I'm sure, Jax, like, you you went to school for, like, the, all the medical stuff that you do, right? Like... Yes. See? So, I'm, 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 looking, I'm looking dead at, at, at Bella for when she says that, like... No, yes, I was... <laughs> um, um, it's a very sore and painful subject, but I had my, my medical license um, pulled. Oh. I I traded it for um for stacks of cash and yeah things went south, but um uh, I I I totally understand where um uh, where Kish is coming from because um I was I actually lived in those circles. Uh, my parents were corporate managers. They were just um ejected from the country. No shit. Wait, but but like really ejected, not like what like. They are talking about like ejected, right? They were branded um, uh, polit political dissidents, so they were, yeah, they were sent um, uh, uh, like uh, deported out of the country, and I have no idea where they're at. It's a shame. Damn shame. Especially if you have good parents. So <laughs> I prefer to stay far away from mine. So the um, the high rise um, communities where I was living in, um, yeah, that was closed off to me when that happened. I missed the view of Tokyo from that elevation. So I have a view from both sides, both sides of the fence. Yeah, and as you're uh, you know continuing and kind of finishing your food and engaging in this conversation you go over the past week's hustle and um and you kind of learn a little bit more about belladonna uh, and jacks and a little more about kish and a little more about you know how you made a little side cash over the past week maybe a little insight to to just how scary scarecrow can be uh you know as a solo but you know as you're finishing your food in this conversation why doesn't everybody give me a perception check you know what? Uh, just because we're in such a, it's hard to remember. Uh, do you mind if I use one of the plus twos? <laughs> yeah, go for it, man. I was gonna go. I was gonna say the same thing. We got two of them. Yeah, you got a couple of them. Uh, usually in the, you know, the twenty-four hour cafe sessions are usually very heavy role play. I can tell you now, there's very few roles. I'd say use them up. You know, not to meta too much, but you know what these sessions are. They're usually short, sweet, and heavy role play. So. 
I'm I'm just, I'm gonna toss all five of my my solo points into. Yeah, and protection. you guys have luck too. Don't forget. Okay. Ten. There. Yeah. Ooh, good thing I did. Nice. What did you get, Kish? Ten. Uh, not not as not as good as the others so much, um, but you know you're having this kind of emotional moment where you're really opening up to the team that Kish really hasn't done with anyone, especially about Raven Microsive and you know the severity of her brother being entangled in it and what it is to her. So it makes sense that you're kind of just so wrapped up in conversation and all this that you're not looking around uh, around you. But um, the rest of you absolutely notice uh, out front of the cafe um, a sort of beater truck. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a, a modded out truck with a back hatch um, that kind of pulled up out front of the diner um, into kind of like the half parking lot that is around the front of the diner. Um, and, it, and it pulls up and... You know, with those perceptions, the only reason you notice it is because while you're talking, you just you feel eyes burning through you and you look over just to see that there's a driver, someone in the passenger and someone in the back of the sort of hatchback modded out truck. And they're all absolutely looking at your table, looking at all of you. Uh, Hank, Nasa, Scarecrow, Belladonna all notice it. And just as you notice it, uh, the beater truck just kind of like peels off out of the parking lot and down the street. Uh, Belladonna. Uh, or Jax, uh, you noticed uh, clear as day uh, some tiger claw markings on these guys. Hey, gents. Um, we have some tiger claws that may have um, noticed us. That's who that was. Okay. Um, so maybe I spoke too soon. Um, Akish. Um, let's see our names on that. If they're really chucking us might might want to lay a little lower than when you you've been laying do your parents live in uh live in the beaverville outside of town yeah yes yeah no yes yeah oh yeah they're in the they're in the exec zone yeah maybe you might you might want to go stay with them for a little while. Doesn't tell things cool off. If you want, I can come over, toss your apartment, make it look like they were looking through your stuff. So you have reasons to go and hang out somewhere safer. We don't know that they actually know that we are involved, but um, after that story, they certainly do know that you're involved in him. Sorry we put you in that situation. Like I, I, I knew the risks. I just didn't realize that I was going to get myself in the, that uh, situation. You're rolling with it. You're rolling on the edge now. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm like got a wrap and stuff now. Oh my gosh, I feel cool. Pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> I'm a rapper. Oh gosh! <laughs> yeah. You 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 are you you have pissed off a, a pretty well-known booster gang, and they're not known for forgiveness. Kill of them? I mean, I didn't. Correct. No, me and me and Scarecrow killed them. 
Well, we killed two of them. Well, Bella <laughs> got her shots in as well. Oh, that was well, no, just no. security guards. No, no, that Bella took out the security guards. Me yeah. and Scarecrow took out the... Uh, well, oh, no, you're talking about when, when you guys tigers. got real fucking ugly in that alley. Yes. Yes, you helped a little bit. You almost stabbed me in the process, damn it. Yeah, but Scarecrow got really fucking scary there. I mean, so did I. I bashed one of their faces in. Ah, sure, sure. Yeah, well, I guess I've just got one of those faces and none of none of Hank's charm. We <laughs> certainly got one of those faces, all right. You talked your way through. You you talked your way through the back half of that club better than I ever could. So I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. Everyone has. They have their one fluke, and I will. Next time it comes down to it, that's why I always wear fresh socks. My feet always find their way into my mouth some way or another. <laughs> that's that's interesting interesting I mean, do you have fresh clothes? You don't? I mean, kinda. I, I'm gonna wash them. <laughs> I have my laundry clothes and my uh, wearing clothes. That's no. Is, that's that's all you need, right? Like but you wear certain clothes while you're doing your laundry. And then you finish those clothes, and that's what you have to wear. There, there are two categories of clothes. There's funky and dirty. No, dirty can no. be worn again. Funky needs to be cleaned or, or burned. Looking at Kish, um, yeah, boys tend to wear um, uh, like the, the different the different phases of underwear: side A, side B, side C, and side D. Why are you doing that? That's disgusting! Ew! Turn it inside Don't. out. Just As girls I, do not do that. Just because I live in this in the same the same cargo block as them, don't let me with their weird laundry habits. Although it really is hard to wear it from the back, like backwards when you're wearing a thong. Um, I mean, sorry, little TMI. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's an image I'm Yo. never getting out of my head. Oh my fucking god! I thought we'll, Bella, uh, we'll be in candid here. Bella, if you got brain bleach, please, like, I, I, I give me a discount. I think she had bleach in one of those. Uh, I'm running, a, the job. I'm running a special. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, as you're, you know, taking conversation from the tiger claws outside, noticing you and the potential stickiness of Kish's situation because of the last gig and, you know, the, the murders that took place during that, and, you know, you're finishing up your food and, um, and then, you know, turning conversation towards Gnostics and, you know, basic hygiene of men versus women and the way this conversation is going. But at, at, a, at the moment of this conversation, suddenly cutting through the, the noise of the cafe and you all sitting there, um, suddenly the, the chef kind of busts out in between, like, the serving portal where he hands things to Donna and loads the drone bot and says, Hold on, everybody, no, nobody uh, finish the today's special, the Edge Runner omelet. Nobody, nobody ate that, right? Please, everybody, put down your forks. Don't finish the food, which you all just finished. Uh, every, oh, everybody, fuck everybody, give me a resist torture and drugs. Oh, thank goodness, I'm theoretically good at that. Of all the things, when we use our plus twos, son of a bitch. Oh, we've got some more. This is just, I'm just playing out a little something pointless and random. I've got a few things here. Let's see what happens oh. here. I've got a few things. Uh, I just wanted to play off on that. Um, I can't remember who rewarded the something pointless and random, but let's go for it. 
I'm gonna use three points of luck for this. I'm gonna say that was Jamie. It's made out of people. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, so no. what did Kish get? Excuse me while I head to the head to the loo. What, what did Kish get? Ten. Yeah, Kish, Kish, Belladonna, and Hank. The second that the, the chef says this, all three of you instantly feel something inside, turn in, you get a case of the, the bubble guts. The it's just Ooh. instantly start rumbling. It's turning into the bubble butts. You three have move, to basically move. run to the bathroom. Move. Um, and as you're running to the bathroom, someone in a booth next to you uh, uh, stands up and goes, I'm going to be sick. And Gnostics and Scarecrow, who are left at the table, each give me a 1d10 and let me know if it lands under your luck stat. Oh, if I get Ralph done, I swear to goodness. <laughs> We're just doing a, a few pointless and random things for fun right now. <laughs> under my luck. All under right. my luck. Nice. Yeah, this person gets up and just looks like they're about to be sick and then runs off to the bathroom, too. That way. Um, yeah, and then after a moment, uh, you know, after a long moment, uh, you know, patrons come in and going from the bathroom. Uh, Hank and Belladonna and Kish return back to the table with Gnostics and Scarecrow. I'll let you guys play that out. Do, do you mind if I actually finish your food, then? Waste not, what not. I slide my plate over to him. Actually, was it not bad? The iron gut. I've had, I've had worse. I, I am two shades whiter than I was to begin with because of that. I'm pretty sure I threw up at least the last two days' worth of food. Actually, kibble's actually a good sentiment for the shit that you eat when you're living on a drift nation. It's the, um, what's the thing? It's the, the, the South Am weight loss program. The, Is that the one with the tape with him? It's the something you ate, you and you lost the weight. So, oh, mm. my drone dash actually, order actually, should be coming. Actually, carry mints. Uh, sorry, I didn't have them last time. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm just gonna gargle coffee. That should be. That should do the trick. <laughs> okay. I just ordered some some tummy medicine from Drone Dash. Drone dash. Hank, after what just happened, you're having liquid diuretic. You know what? At uh, at least it'll get the taste out of my mouth. That's all I care about. Would whiskey help? Yes. Breakfast champions. (laughs) He he slips you a... uh, I was going to say, he slips you a flask. (laughs) And I immediately pour it into the coffee. Tell me you didn't take that from my shop. There's certainly no. Of course not. Why would I do that? <clears throat> and, and like, there, there's a brief moment where where Hank will look between Bella and Nostic and be like, "I don't care at this moment. I'm just gonna drink my coffee." Yeah. And then you see uh, Donna come come up to your table. She's been going table to table in a frantic mess, and she comes. Hey guys, uh, look. Uh, the meals are on the house, obviously, with what happened. I apologize and look up, you know, future meals that you come in. I'm going to comp you on a few. So um, let me just take down y'all's information and, and we'll get, get you situated. I apologize. And she starts getting all of your information. All right, Donna. Thank you it, very much. Donna, it happens. It happens. It's okay. Um, oh, it happened. You should see the bathroom. Oh, geez. And I got to clean that later, too. Uh, ask for a raise. Oh, you know it. <laughs> All right, thanks so much. And she, like, walks off. 
Oh. Oh my god. Wait, if they all are pissed and they're looking for me, you don't think that they would be like looking for Bianca and Daniel too? You don't think they would hurt my friends, do you? Um, yeah, yeah, they would. They they probably have corp security, so I wouldn't really worry too much about it. Fair, fair point, fair point, Bella. It's not like they're. I mean, their names weren't really in that story so yeah but we were like hanging out with them and they and then they know that she's my friend like you should probably you should probably text her or or call her and and tell her to have some corpo security stick with her for a little while okay good idea not immediately like be like (laughs) I, i would say She'd be fine with Daniel, but that boy can handle himself in a crisis. I mean, he did get stuck in that tangle foot. He he was also sobbing like a little bitch in the toilet downstairs on the way out. I mean, at least he's pretty. Oh, he yeah. <laughs> was very nice eye candy. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, while you're kind of chatting, all of a sudden you hear uh, from uh, Kish. Uh, her agent going off and ringing, um, and Kish, uh, you instantly recognize the number um, that you haven't seen come up on your agent in, in, in some time, uh, but it's your brother's number, actually. And uh, everyone take off your headphones except for uh, Kish. Um, and yeah, Kish, you, uh, you see it's your brother calling when you answer. Um, it's your brother uh, calling you. It, 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 you know, it sounds like him, but not exactly like him. Like, it's he sounds a little off, and it's a little concerning. Um, but he basically... Uh, Kish, I, I haven't... I, I know I haven't talked to you in a while, and there's just too much going on to get into. I, I, I apologize. I can't even talk right now about it. But look, I'm going to send you uh, an address. I need you to meet me right on the outside of the city. Um, just on the, on the edge of the combat zone on the outside of the city. And... Um, I, I just I'm going through something and I need your help uh, if you could meet up uh, well right now if you can head here now please uh, I'll send you the location I mean yeah I, I'm I'm uh, I'm so I, oh my god I, I I'm so glad that you're okay I I thought the worst like you've been gone for so long and we haven't talked in forever and that's not like it I, I'm, I'm with some friends right now they've they've helped me with some things um Recently, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I could meet up. I could take them and meet up with you. I mean, no, I mean, I'm sure Kish, my- this is please come alone. Uh, you know, don't bring any friends. I, I just I need I need to meet with you alone. Just me and you. Uh, just just me and you family. Please just come alone. Whatever it takes. Let them know it's OK. You've got to meet with your brother, whatever you need to do and, and meet me as fast well, as you them- can. One of them's like a like a doctor of sorts. Like, are, are like, are you sure? Do you need me to bring anything? Do you need me to at least like bring her or? No, I mean, no. Are you... This is important that you just come alone, please. Just come alone, and and I I need to meet with you. It's it's very important. It'll all make sense. Why I haven't been able to talk to you in weeks, and it'll it'll make sense when we meet up, please. Okay. Just yeah. trust me. Yeah. No. Of course, of course, I trust you. Okay. I'm just I'll... so glad. You're... Uh, I'm fine. I'll send you the location now, and, and I'll see you soon. Th- th- thank you. Bye. 
He hangs up, uh, and yeah, it, it, it definitely, you know, it sounded like your brother, but it just didn't seem like him. He definitely seemed off. Um, but yeah, you instantly get a location address to your agent, and everybody else can put on their headphones. And yeah, basically, uh, you see Kish kind of get a call and lean off to the side and kind of get into it on the agent privately um, and then get off the call. She looks a, a little concerned. All right. Yeah, no. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm fine. The, um, th that was, uh, that was my brother. Uh, oh. Fuck. I, uh, yeah, no, everything's fine. I just... Uh, I've got to. I've got to go meet up with him. Um, Good. Yeah, I'm just so glad he's like okay and he's not dead. Like I just, I was so worried for the longest that, that I was just not gonna find him or what happened to him and that he'd be alive. But he's he's fine. He sounded fine. He just sounded like he he needs me right now. Um, so I, I've I've got to go, but I mean I'll meet back up with you later. Like um, we've got that the meeting, the gig, or whatever the, the next thing that they were wanting us to do. But yeah, I mean I'll I'll be I'll, um yeah. So I'll just I'll, I'll I won't be long. I promise. You seem distraught. You sure you don't want one of us to go with you? Yeah. No, he said um he said he just needs me right now. Uh, and I don't know what kind of mess he's in, and I wouldn't want to involve any of you in it. Uh, but I mean, I'm sure like he knows, like he knows how I am. So if there's real danger involved, I know he wouldn't like ask me to go with him. I just think he needs my help. Well, we and he don't have want to... anybody to know what's going on with him. We don't have to be there, but I mean, um, in the circumstances, like, do, would you like us to help you get over there safely? No, 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 it's, it's fine. I mean... You know, Cromwell's got our tracking device and everything, so I mean, I'm sure I'll be fine. If you need to find me, I'm sure you can just ask him where I'm at. Because you know, if anything happens to you, we're going to burn the tiger claws down to the ground. I don't think that. I don't think this has anything to do with. I don't think. Well, I was talking to... about the other things that we've been going through, and you know, like somebody. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I've got to show your him. mind. There, a, 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 a car full of tiger claws just drove by and saw us and gave us an evil eye. So that's why I'm asking, you, like, you need to be careful if you're going to go meet your brother. I'll get, um, like, a, one of the, the cabs and, and stuff. Like, I, it'll be fine. Like, I'll go directly there, um, meet up with him. No, no problem. I, just I mean, I, I can message... I can message you guys like when I get there safe. Like I'm sure it'll be fine. I just called you a combat cab. Thank you. Nice. And yeah, I think um, this would be a spot where you know maybe you you have that emotional time, kind of you know the team wanting to care for Kish and go with her during this you know sort of tense moment, and Kish explaining you know what she went through with her brother on the phone and she's got to go alone. As the combat cab arrives within minutes, as it usually does, they're all over the city. And Kish is uh, uh, heading out um, to go meet up with her brother. And um, and yeah, she, she basically heads out uh, from the cafe. And I'd like Gnostics, Hanks, Hank, and uh, Belladonna and Scarecrow each to do another 1d6 
Um, this is uh, for the hustle table. Because for the next week, you know, Kish leaves the cafe uh, to tentatively go, you know, meet with her brother, take care of him or whatever. She said she's going to meet you back at the office. Because um, as you know, Cromwell messaged the entire team. You've got to be there in a week. What I'd love to do is line up your the rest of the team's side hustle. So while Kish is off with her brother, the four of you do this side hustle. And when we meet up next week in the office to carry on, we'll start it off with the team meeting up in the conference room discussing this side hustle that they did the past week. And that'll give you a week to think about a fun little story for it. So yeah, give me that. Did you already roll the 1d6? Sorry, I just brought up the we dice did. overlay. Okay, cool. Um, then yeah, let's go through it. Uh, what did Gnostics get? Um, a three. Okay, a three. <laughs> Which I know what that is. You, yeah, you got sidetracked and didn't hack anything this week. Uh, so you just make a hundred... <laughs> Maybe that you found in some dirty clothes while finally doing your laundry. Um, but yeah, no, no gig, unfortunately. No gig for you. What did, uh, what did Hank uh, C. get? Uh, I rolled a six. A six. Okay, personal appearance netted you a large fee. 300 eddies. So just think of a personal appearance that netted you a large fee. Uh, Belladonna? On a mighty two. A two. Okay. Sold cyberware from a failed medical case. Uh, you made 300, so you make a 300 at ease, and just think of a way that you sold some cyberware from a failed medical case. And Scarecrow? What'd you get, uh, Scarecrow? Oh, no. A four. What was it? Oh, four. Um, okay, Hire, oh, hired out as muscle to a fixer, corp, or gang. You made 200 at ease. So you decide, were you hired as muscle for a fixer, corp, or gang? Um, you four, just think of those side hustles when we start next Saturday, meeting up at, at uh, Raven Microsive. That's where we'll start off. You made that little extra side cash, and we'll talk about it. Um, and yeah, Kish drives off in the combat cab as you four kind of finish your meal and in a bit of a sobering tone, now down Kish in that emotional moment, her discussing about her brother. But you four at least know you can go off and do a week of side hustle and make a little extra cash. And you've all agreed you'll meet up at the office and see what the hell the next gig is with Raven Microside. So awesome. Let's end the session right there. That was a great little 24-hour cafe role play session. Um, as always, it's, it's, it's always just, you know, uh, uh, story heavy and role play heavy. Not a lot of crunch. And it's just kind of a way to recap the previous campaign. Set some tones character-wise. Develop the characters a little bit. And also we know that uh, uh, Kish played by uh, April. April's got to leave temporarily. Um, so hence uh, Kish going off to help her brother for this next week. And we'll see how that plays out next week when everyone meets up in the conference room. I don't want to give away too much. But obviously we know something's got to happen. Um, but yeah, thanks so much uh, to the players for uh, being so heavy into the role play and doing this 24-hour uh, cafe session. It's always unique and different, and uh, uh, and it's a way for players to kind of flex their role play skills, and I really appreciate all of you being part of it. Also, chat for rewarding uh, some plus twos, which came in handy, and um, also for that something pointless and random. Also, which reminds me, uh, for the something pointless and random... Uh, if you guys failed that luck check, I was absolutely going to trigger this in Sirenscape, and I'm going to do it just for fun. I've got two options, and I'm just curious. There, there's one of them. There's the second. Ooh, that one's a bit bigger, wasn't it? All right, I just had to check. I just had to know. <laughs> 
So I was absolutely going to trigger that if you failed the luck check, but uh, luckily you did. No one got thrown up on. So the pointless and random was just a few of you failing the resist torture and drugs, maybe getting a a little case of the, yeah, head to the bathrooms. But um, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to check that sirenscape. But thanks so much, chat, for being part of it and contributing uh, your points in such a way as being part of the story. We'll be here next Saturday. And um, yeah, I just want to just give a moment to April just to... uh, you know, just uh, plug what you got going on one last time because I know you're, you're on a temporary leave. We're going to miss you as a player. We're going to miss your character. We're going to miss you here as for the role play, the cosplay. Just you've been a great part of the team. And you've also helped us get our, our next player. I don't want to get too much into that. Like I said, a fun surprise next week. But, um, but yeah, I just we really had a great time you being here. And thank you so much for being a friend and being a player and just, you know, helping out the brand as well in, in, in multiple ways. A lot of you don't know, but behind the scenes, you know, April helps me out a lot, which is odd and things with getting players and connecting things and just all, all kinds of stuff. She's been a great friend uh, to me and the brand. So I just I really appreciate you so much. Um, but just take a moment. Give yourself a plug. Let people know where they can find you and any last final words before we kill the transmission. Yeah, I'm gonna miss you guys. Oh, I'm muted. No, I'm good. You're good. You're good. Okay. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna miss playing with you guys every week. Like, it's been super fun. But I'm not gonna be gone, like Rob said, for long unless like Kish accidentally dies because y'all go get me killed or something. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That would be terrible. I'd be so sad. Um, But yeah. uh, So, but yeah, my name April Hill. you can find me at stiletto underscore assassin on Instagram, stiletto DM on Twitter. Um, yeah. Uh, also, I am a new DM over at Heroic Story, uh, which is this like big, large MMO type D&D game uh, where several DMs are over several different areas of the world and different levels uh, where you can basically play D&D in like an MMO. Um, so it's really, it's really cool. Uh, really, really uh, happy to be doing joining that community manager for Modiphius. Uh, so of course, love all the Modiphius games. Um, and uh, I'm on a D&D podcast. You can check out my socials uh, when those drop. It's usually on Wednesdays. And uh, coming up, uh, like I said earlier, I am DMing or I'm the, I'm the overseer for a Fallout miniseries uh, that's going to be doing the new uh, starter set, Once Upon a Time in the Wasteland. Um, so yeah, that's going to be coming, uh, every Monday, um, every Monday, uh, starting September 12th on national video game day, uh, over on the initiative order. But yeah, you can check me, go to the cyber nation uncensored, um, discord. I'll be in chats and stuff and talking. So yeah, come say hi. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not, uh, as far as the stream and all that, it's not goodbye. It's just see you later. See, see you in a little while. Right. So you'll be back and uh, everything's good. But again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you chat for being part of the story. All my players. Thank you so much. And, uh, we'll see everybody next Saturday, uh, with a new player. We'll see how that plays out. And yeah, I look forward to it. Take care, everybody. Yeah. Everyone.